The Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Say, I got a nice letter the other day that I'm sure you'll want to hear. It's from one of the many wide-awake, air-minded girls who listen to Captain Midnight. And this is what she says. I listen to Captain Midnight every time he comes on the air, and I think he's swell. I like Chuck Ramsey, too. But most of all, I like Patsy Donovan. I want to fly an airplane like Patsy does when I grow up. I asked my daddy if I could learn to fly someday, and he said, well, maybe you can. But right now, you'd better learn how to work those arithmetic problems. So I said, all right, I will. But first, promise me something. He said, promise you what? And I said, promise me you'll try some skelly taggling next time you need oil for the car. Well, he said, I guess that's no more than fair. So he tried some, like I said. And say, he thinks Tagaline motor oil is swell. He uses it all the time now. And the letter is signed, Patricia Ann Who. Well, thanks a lot, Patricia. And good luck with those arithmetic problems. But say, that's a real idea you've got there about getting Dad to try Skelly Tagaline winter motor oil. Why don't you other fellows and girls try that, too? Tell Dad or Mother this. Skelly Tagaline is the free-flowing kind of oil you need for winter driving. It gets up into the motor quick as a flash when you start. Worlds quicker than heavy, sticky summer oil. It keeps your motor safely lubricated for winter driving. And another thing, Skelly Tagoline stands up mile after mile, lasts a good long time. Your Skelly man guarantees it to satisfy or your money back. So ask your folks to try Skelly Tagoline winter oil at your Skelly service station the next time you're out in the family car. They'll be glad you told them about this free-flowing, easy-starting, long-lasting motor oil, good old Skelly Tagoline. And now to Captain Midnight. You'll remember that Chuck Ramsey and his young friend, Frank Crane, were on their way back to meet Captain Midnight at Ridgeville Airport when they saw a large bimotored plane on a small two-way field below them. They landed to investigate, and upon stepping inside, the door suddenly slammed shut behind them at the sharp command of Ivan Shark. Gardo, his chief pilot, shouts. Oh, no, you don't. Get away from this door, I shout. Hey, who is he, Chuck? I don't know. What do you mean, holding us up like this? Never mind, Chuck Ramsey, what he means. Get those hands up if you want to live. Ivan Shark? Yes. <laughs> it is Ivan Shark. But you do not seem to welcome the sight of me. Who would, after all the terrible things you've done? Come on, Chief. Let's polish him off and get out of here. No, Gardo. I have something much better in store for these two bold young men. Come in, Fang. Fury. Yes, master. Here I am, father. Listen to me, all of you. Fang, you will stand by the door leading into the rear compartment. Yes, master. Fury, you will stand guard with Fang. Yes, father. Now then, for these two young men. Gardo, you will come forward and search them. You bet I will, chief. Hey, come on. Chuck, let's make a break for it. No, Frank, there are too many of them. Mm, excellent advice, Ramsey. I see you have profited by some of your encounters with me. Hey, I, I got a gun off a of young Ramsey, but this other kid ain't got none. Very good, Gardo. And now, Ramsey, I will ask you a question. Who is your young friend? I don't believe that makes any difference to you, but his name is Frank Crane. Where's your home, Crane? Shall I tell him? 
Phil, go ahead. You can't do any harm to tell the truth. I am surprised, my dear Ramsey. You are becoming quite tractable. The last time I saw you, you were obstinate. I might even say antagonistic. I'll never be anything else toward you, Ivan Shark. Indeed, my dear Ramsey. Perhaps after you've been a guest of mine for some time, I will break that proud spirit of yours. But never mind that for the moment. Crane, where do you live? I live north of Ridgeville. What were you doing with Ramsey? Oh, he told the truth, sir. I just went with him for the ride. Well, I see you know how to be polite to your superiors. Perhaps you and I can get along. But uh, you do not expect me to believe that, do you? Oh, it's the truth, sir. I swear it. Very well. And suppose it is. How did you happen to come out in this particular direction for a ride? Well, I'll tell you just how it happened. I met Chuck in the lunchroom on Ridgeville Airport. We got to talking about flying, and he found out I'd had, had a little flying time, so he invited me to come up with him for a short hop. We flew north over my home, and then I told him the country was pretty out this way, so we flew out here. We had turned, we were on our way back when we saw your ship down on this field. Hmm. Perhaps you're telling the truth. But it seems almost too much to believe that you found me here by chance. I told you just how it happened. Every word he said is the truth. And where, if I may ask, my dear Ramsey, is Captain Midnight? He could not by any chance be close to us now, could he? The last I knew, Captain Midnight was at Senor Paredes Hacienda in Mexico. Indeed. And you expect me to believe that, eh? It doesn't make any difference to me whether you believe it or not. He asked me a question, and I answered it. How does it happen that Captain Midnight is still at the Parada Hacienda? I didn't say he's at the Parada Hacienda. I said he was there the last time I heard from him. But I don't mind telling you how it happened. Very well. Proceed. You'll probably remember that Major Steele and an agent of his named Bud Conley flew away from that region in Captain Midnight's Spartan plane. I remember that very well. In fact, I remember that you and Captain Midnight flying in one of my planes attacked the Spartan. Yes, we did. But at the time, we didn't know that Major Steele and Conley were in it. So, you and Captain Midnight attacked two of your own men. A very intelligent thing to do. But then proceed. The landing gear of the plane was damaged by our fire. And Captain Midnight advised Major Steele to fly to the nearest American airport, make a landing, get fixed up, and then return to help us. Yes, to help you and Captain Midnight against me. That's right. But Major Steele and Conley never came back. Why? I'll tell you why. Major Steele and Conley were forced down between Senor Parada's Hacienda and the airport at Ridgeville. We passed over the plane, Father. You yourself pointed out to us. Uh, we know you passed over Major Steele and Conley. You passed over them when Conley was dangerously ill of a fever, and they were both starving to death. And yet you didn't offer to help them. Very interesting indeed. But how did it come about that Captain Midnight returned to the Parada Hacienda? We were in a very small field. I flew Conley out and to the hospital at Ridgeville. I sent another plane down for Captain Midnight and the others. And they returned to the Prady Hacienda for the miners, Pinky Drake and Slim Pool. Father, I do not wish to interrupt, but we should not tarry here too long. Remember what Porky said, this is a dangerous field. Yes, my dear Fiora, you are right. We shall be on our way. Well, if you're leaving, Frank Crane and I will be on our way. Ah, my dear Ramsey, how could I permit such a thing? After all, we have just met again, and we have many things to talk over. Mm, I see. In other words, you're not going to permit me to leave this ship. Oh, how could I, my dear Ramsey? An old friend like you? Why, it would be most inhospitable of me. Very well. I'll ask nothing for myself. But you certainly have no objection to letting Crane go. He never met me until this morning, and you have nothing against him. Hmm. So let him go. <laughs> You've made a very touching plea indeed. 
But you can see for yourself that I cannot permit that. Young Crane knows too much. I'm afraid he will also have to come along whether he likes it or not. Hey, there's that old blue-winged bus of mine out there, Chief. Stand with the props still kicking over. What do we do with it? I do not believe we shall have any use for it, Gardo. But wait a moment. I do not think it would be a good idea to leave it standing there. Well, what shall I do then? Fang. Uh, yes, Master? You will take our two guests and show them to the rear compartment of my plane. Then lock the door and stand on guard in front of it. Yes, Master. You'll come with me, gentlemen. You won't get away with this, Ivan Shark. I can tell you that. Now then, Chief, what do you want me to do with that other ship? You will go over and get into it, Dardo. When I take off here, you shall follow me. I will pick out a place to land and you shall follow me in. Then I will show you what to do. Okay, Chief. Chuck, the ship's taken off. Yes, I was afraid of that. What in the world's he going to do? I haven't the faintest idea. What will he do with us? Where will he take us? I'm trying to figure that out myself. Oh, if there was only some way I could get in touch with Captain Midnight. Oh, I don't see any way you could. Hey, but another thing. What's he going to do with that plane you were flying? Uh, I don't know that either. But I can guess he didn't want to leave it on this field for fear of someone else finding it. Oh, gosh, Chuck. There's something I didn't understand. Well, well what's that, Frank? Well, I couldn't figure out why you told him the truth about so many things. Well, I'll tell you, Frank. I didn't see any way in which the truth could hurt. And I wanted to keep talking to him as long as I could. The longer I could keep him listening to me, the more chance there was that someone would come along to help us. Oh, gee, I see. You were thinking about that fellow Hilton. Yes, and that was my main idea. And again, there was no telling who might come along. Well, I guess it didn't do any good, though. I didn't hear any other ship in the air before they put us in here. No, but, but you can never tell who might see us. And if someone does see us and notices the direction we're flying... That'll be a clue for Captain Midnight. Gosh. Let's see if we can find out what direction we are flying. Maybe we can find some kind of a crack where we can see out. But, Father, I think you are making a big mistake. Why do you take them with us? You never were one, Fury, to see the long point of view. All you can see is the immediate situation. I do not know what you have in mind. But I cannot see any good to come from this. Never mind that for the moment. Is Gardo following us? Just a moment, Father. Yes. He is to our right. A little bit behind. Very good, then. I see a field ahead which seems suitable for my purpose. It's a very desolate field and one which will probably not be noticed for many days. But to return to Chuck Ramsey, Father, what do you propose to do? For many years, Fury, I have struggled against Captain Midnight. He is the one great obstacle to my ultimate ambition. I realize that, Father, but still My have... conflict with Captain Midnight must be settled, and settled soon. You may not realize it, because you do not have my scope of imagination. But I will tell you this. The possession of Chuck Ramsey will give me the advantage over Captain Midnight I have been wanting for a long time. <laughs> Well, what does Ivan Shark mean? What sort of an ingenious scheme can be forming in the criminal's mind? And how will Captain Midnight ever be able to trace his young friend, Chuck Ramsey? Don't miss coming adventures. Tune in to Captain Midnight. But say, let me ask you something. Does your family car ever make noises like this? 
Well, if your car ever sounds like that, you know what it means. It means your car needs a good lubrication job. And where's a better place to get a good lubrication job than at a Skelly service station? If you want to do your dad a real favor, you just tell him about Skelly Greasemaster Service. It's a factory-approved service, approved by the factory that made your car. It's an expert service, performed by a graduate Skelly Greasemaster, and it's a guaranteed service, guaranteeing the right amount of the right lubricant at every point of your car. And the oils and greases used are Skelly's premium quality Tagoline lubricants, guaranteed to lubricate your car as it should be or your money back. So, the next time, don't be satisfied with an ordinary lubrication job. Get approved, guaranteed Skelly Greasemaster service at any Skelly station where you see the Skelly Greasemaster sign. It's not expensive, yet it keeps your car lubricated the way the manufacturer wanted it to be to give you the best service. Now, you fellows and girls who are listening, tell Dad about Skelly's Greasemaster service, won't you? And don't forget to tune in again Monday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Chuck Ramsey is now not only in the master criminal's power, but Shark is even now flying Chuck and his friend far from Captain Midnight. Can Chuck and Frank be rescued? Be sure to listen, Monday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! <laughs>